problem isn't in my pants. Bexman. So what I was thinking was that we're literally like some grannies in a book club. Yeah. <laughs> that is what we do. We just Yeah, this exactly is a book club. This is a, a book club with I mean probably about the same amount of talking about penises. <laughs> if not less. Uh, yeah. <laughs> grandmas are if probably talk- low key dirty. Oh, oh they talk about know. dicks so much. I think it's high key. At least my grandma. Yeah, but I mean they don't necessarily let everyone else know that. Like Well, cuz you have to be a granny. Grandma. You got to be in the inner circle. Oh yeah, I just mean like you know, the rest of society doesn't necessarily know that Mima is talking about like getting you know, railed. railed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody knows Mima likes a good railing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Welcome to this issue of Mex Men. I'm gotta Tony. Have it. I'm Justin. I'm Devin. And today we're going to be going over uh, Uncanny X Men, the X Men vs. Shield. Yeah. And because uh, otherwise she'd fall downstairs. Without the railing, I just because I couldn't let the last thing I said on that be. She's got to have it without the explanation. I just realized we're in the middle of the intros. So like a, you're thinking like a a stair railing or like maybe a shower rail. Exactly, exactly. Because grannies love a shower railing. <laughs> See now you're overkilling. It's like you have to explain the punchline. Like those rappers who spit something super clever and then they have to explain it to you the next line. It just ruins it. Yeah, or they got to do their like <laughs> get it is a joke. <laughs> And they say, run it back? Yeah. And they repeat it? <laughs> or they're Literally, like, Eminem just did that? They're Lil Wayne. Yeah. So like, that's just what Lil Wayne does is, ha <laughs> ha, yeah. <laughs> it was, it, it's a thing. <laughs> it's a joke, get it? <laughs> I don't see me with you, no moo. He did that. No moo, really? Yeah, yeah he rhymed you with moo instead of more. Hmm. Yep. Yeah, so uh, let's get into the, no, the just right juicy into it, bits huh? of the story. Speaking of railings and grandma, we'll get to these juicy bits. <laughs> Ew. You would. Ew. <laughs> you called them juicy bits. <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot of lubricant use. Well, that's probably what uh, Hijack was dreaming of. Because issue 19 starts with him waking up kind of ashamed. He looked like he's ashamed. So he was dreaming of some grandma's juicy bits. <laughs> and he goes out to his uh, kitchen to find Shields just there. Like, hey, what's up? So where's Scott Summers? And that's kind of all they say to him for like the three books that are in his house. Uh, also, he's got Spider-Man underwear on. I don't know if you noticed that. Oh, that's fantastic. That's yeah, like cool. She's like, oh, we're here to help you. Where's Scott Summers? Yeah. She's all like, you're not, you're not in trouble. I mean, but you are in trouble. Yeah, you could you be in trouble. Yeah. You don't help us. And he's and hijack is all like, uh, I swear to God, I don't, I don't actually know. <laughs> Funny thing about uh, the magic bus is, you don't see the GPS. Yeah, they won't let <laughs> us have phones. The only thing I knew about was when we were in Maine. Although, if anyone does know where they are, it should be him because he had his phone at the base. He could have Google mapped himself at at any point in time or. Like MapQuest, like unless are there no service. Well, yeah, they're in no Canada. Sort of like in Canada, yeah, 
You don't get service in Canada. Well, I like the idea, too, that there are just no maps in Canada. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, there are no maps of Canada. You gotta look at the stars. <laughs> Nobody knows what Canada is. <laughs> like, you know that the, the body of mass is Canada, but, like, inside Canada, like, you have to be Canadian. Like, Canadians just psychically know what the streets are and whatnot, and he just, there are no directions. I like the idea of that you're, like, looking at a map in North America, and as soon as you leave Michigan, it's like an, uh, a Skyrim map, or like, an old, <laughs> like a Game of Thrones, where it's just, like, like a topographical old-school map. Where it's, like, it's like, is that a fucking dragon? <laughs> All we know is map? that here, there's mountains, and once you pass this point in Canada, you fall off the face of the earth. <laughs> and there's a kraken in the middle of a landmass. Yes. <laughs> How does that happen? I don't know. It's one of, you, ha- you have to walk to unlock the map. It's one of those things. <laughs> you got you got to climb a tower like you're in an Ubisoft game. <laughs> so needless to say, uh David Bond, aka Hijack, did none of these things. All he did was move a couple of planes around and they were like, "Oh, that's pretty cool. Maybe you could do it to a helicarrier." And he's like, "I bet I could." And then he did. Uh or actually it was a bit different, right? He was like, "I don't think I could do that." And then Scott was like, "I bet you can." Yeah. And then he did it. Cuz Scott always seeing the best in people. <laughs> Until they take their cell phone. He would have known he could do it if Scott would let him train using his powers. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but then uh the whole cell phone debacle, he kicks him right off the team, so so much for uh that power. Like it, which by the way, turns out to be like really important yeah. in, in this part. It turns out is a really helpful thing to have. Yeah. Like maybe Cyclops doesn't make the best decisions all the time. Foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah, you're setting it up. So, so yeah, Maria Hill is constantly like, so where's Scott Summers? I don't know. She's not also saying I don't know. It's David Bond saying I don't know. But yeah. that's basically, Mr. Bond. Yeah. They aggressively call him Mr. Bond a lot. Yeah. Like, they want you to think James Bond, but they don't want you to think James Bond. N- not at all. <laughs> yeah. He's, this guy is nothing like James Bond. <laughs> Even when he leaves for his cool like moment... He's in flip-flops. Yeah. Also, like, at the same time, while Maria Hill's grilling... Also, uh, if he Hijack, was James Bond, Maria Hill's name would be, like, Tits a lot of worth. <laughs> yeah. Tits a lot of worth. Because <laughs> every James Bond woman is always named something like that. Yeah, but you know for sure that that's Emma Frost. <laughs> e Normas Stits. Now you're just fucking talking about Austin Powers characters. Yes. Which is also the same thing as James Bond characters. Not as much as of a, of a parody as you'd think. Alright, so uh, while S.H.I.E.L.D. is interrogating Hijack, Mystique is on Madripoor with uh, Sabretooth. <laughs> I thought you were going to say on some other shit. She is on some other shit. Uh, because she's like, so this is Dazzler. This is where we're getting our mutant drug from. She's a dirty whore. Yeah, and she says that a few times. She really doesn't like Dazzler. <laughs> she's like, I know, BS. I have been her for however long this, you know, time scale runs between these books and what actually like, is the real world. So anywhere between about a year to a couple weeks, I've been Dazzler. And <laughs> that's a huge time frame. <laughs> I gotta tell you. Like, let me tell you, while during that time, <laughs> yeah, while I was her. Yeah, she says uh i've been living as her and i can tell you from the first person experience that she is a sellout dirty whore 
And you know, you and I, Victor, we know some dirty sellout whores in our time. And he's just kind of like, yeah, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> like, he kind of just wanted to know where the uh, mutant growth hormone was coming from. And yeah. she's like, uh, this bitch. I feel like he's doing that thing where you're like, right. <laughs> and then you turn your head and you're like, ooh. <laughs> you're like, Jesus. Crazy. Like, so, I don't think he really cares at all. He was just there to give her somebody to talk to. Yeah. Yeah. It's some exposition on what's yeah. going on with Dazzler. But so she's basically... Uh, comatose in a bed like medically induced uh kind of coma and Did you say comatose comatose i think you said comatose i probably did <laughs> like, well I, I like in the terms of, like it past tense having happened to her like not meant to end it on a t like the bread you eat yeah after you cook it, just, but, like with a d like comatose it just sounds like bread that like it takes a long time for it to turn into <laughs> like oh, or that bread's so good that like it puts you into a coma. Like the itis of that toast. Yeah, like like is it's or long. it's so bad like it's somebody sprinkled cyanide <laughs> on this toast. Yeah, here's your coma toast. Well, because coma toasted. I, I don't know. Like I don't know. I guess I was trying to say it like in a way in which it had happened to her. Had Medic. been comatose. All right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so Dazzler wasn't even an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. that long before Mystique took over. It was like, like a, a week. <laughs> so this is she, where I have that problem, because she's calling out Dazzler just for taking the position. She didn't do anything. Well, exactly. It was for taking the position. Yeah, but it's like the whole point was and, and to also, help out. she bought the Greatest Hit album and realized these aren't even the greatest hits. She's mad that she went from disco to pop music, and that's why she's a sellout. <laughs> she's holding it against her. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah, I used to like Dazzler before she was on a major label. <laughs> yeah, she's like a total hipster about her Dazzler yeah. music. <laughs> I like her from the Dark Phoenix saga way before anybody else liked her. <laughs> <laughs> and she's the only one in that world who refers to a time in their lives that they all lived as the saga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, she's got, like, bandages over dazzler's eyes and like her ears all stuffed up because she's just like look i don't know the ranges of her power so like even while they're in the room with her she's having um saber whisper with her because they're like i i don't, I don't want to wake this bitch up she's gonna be pretty mad yeah and for if for some reason i have to i ever have to write a dazzler run for marvel which that won't happen right that'd be that's an obviously specific scenario yeah but like i'm making her listen to metal music and just fucking destroying people well, I think she listens to Pink right after this because <laughs> <laughs> that's it's gonna be all just Dazzler like, goes punk. It's gonna be all like Whitechapel or Slayer. Like she, you, I, hey, Dazzler, you Dazzler think goes Pink is punk music. No, no, but Dazzler goes <laughs> punk in the sense of like Target punk. Yeah. Well, like yeah, is Pink Target punk? Is I pink. think like Target punk is like Simple Plan. I guess I don't even know who that is. Then what's Pink? Pink is like. Pop. All right. So. <laughs> so what? So Dazzler does go punk in Secret Wars, doesn't she? Or A-Force? I don't know. One of those. She had cut her hair and gets that blue star back on her eye? Yeah. Punk. <laughs> punk. I'm going to defer to you guys because you're definitely the authorities in punk. <laughs> I, don't so, know. I think you know more than I. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was only in a death metal band for a year. I wouldn't know anything. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it's a punk band, does it? You I was in a punk band now. for before that, but it wasn't. I wasn't good at punk music at that time. 
Retroactively was, correcting yourself? All right. I was a 14-year-old in a punk band. <laughs> you can't be that punk when you're 14. So you understand the angst that Dazzler's going through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, Mystique takes out a big-ass syringe, pulls some, I guess, mutant juice out of... <laughs> Dazzler, and she's like, so this is how we keep our pockets flush and, and Madripoor uh, running smoothly. Which I also like, like, she thinks that Madripoor is running smoothly. It's a den of thieves and drug dealers and crooked people. Like, the one happy guy that Sabretooth saw, he beat the shit out of just for walking on air and thinking he could smile. I've never seen such a wretched hive of scum and villainy. <laughs> <laughs> you call me a hack. <laughs> <laughs> that was a perfect joke, you know. So, <laughs> so <I> Corona. <laughs> anyway, like there's a difference if I'm just saying it to say it, and if I'm saying it because I want us to go into a conversation about Corona, which I don't. Um, hey, anytime we can tie in Star Wars, I'm down. <laughs> Next week we'll be covering all Star Wars. Oh, that's so weird, right? Because it's a Marvel book. Like you'd expect at some point yeah. there's gonna be a cross universe thing. I mean, they X do of Swords. Going. X of stars. Yeah, I get Scott has oh, lightsaber. No, stars of war. <laughs> stars of war. <laughs> oh. You really had to compose yourself on that one. But like, the T in star is gonna be an X for some reason. Like it's just gonna be like kind of a crooked one. So it's like, is that a T or is that an X? Stacks of war. <laughs> No, Scars. Scars of War. But Star Wars. This is this is just a different book now. <laughs> no, I know, but like it's, it's still supposed to be a T. They'll do it in a graphic design way that's like, hey, this is, you know, cool. <laughs> so what happens in the story next, Devin? So we got they Scott leave Summers her, she says, ow. Huh? Ava. What? Well, I just skipped all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, all right, so... I guess it, it, cu- it does cut back real quick to Maria Hill and uh, David, and she's basically blaming it all on Scott. Like, look, Scott's so smart. He knew, knew we were watching your home. He knew we were watching everyone's home, and that as soon as he dropped you off, that he was dropping you off into our laps, and he knew, like, I have to talk to you about this. I have to question you, and if you don't help me, I have to punish you. So this is all Scott's fault. Really? Yeah. So where is he? Trying to manipulate him. Yeah. It's like, I still don't know. Again, Canada has no maps. Yeah. (laughs) You got to buy DLC for Canada. (laughs) (laughs) Man, that really should come in the base game. (laughs) Yeah. You still got to do the whole tower thing and look up at the regions. So yeah, Ava's talking to Scott. Um, So here's, they never noticed her hair though. I'm kind of mad nobody mentioned that. Yeah, her hair is just longer. longer. Yeah. Within instances. Something's weird. After that last mission, your hair grew five inches. Well, he actually, this is exactly when he says, hey, you seem like you've changed since, uh, like, he doesn't specify the hair. But he's yeah, like, nobody does. you seem different from that, tr- since that training exercise. I and can't she's put like, my finger oh, do on I? it. As men, we, you both know that we never notice a woman's hair. Well, yeah, but when you go from, like, that short, like, at the chin to shoulders past... In an instant, it's kind of noticeable. I'd never mention it because I'd always think that you did it like two weeks ago, and I'm afraid that I'm just now noticing <laughs> it. 
I feel like there's the difference though when because girls it'll be like at their shoulder blade and it's an inch difference and you're like I don't know that's behind your that's in your back who knows maybe she got extensions yeah yeah in a weird super evolved savage land that's kind of what it is it's like the the anti savage land yeah. I mean she oh, could have yeah. just because she disappeared maybe she just disappeared got extensions and came back I was just thinking <laughs> that, yeah. she didn't really grow her hair yeah. She wasn't gone for more than like a couple hours. That was the only day she, and then she came back with the extensions. And then got that's like, why she left. Yeah, was to get the extensions. It came back with like the cool, like sexually like charged rips in her clothes, like like where they had it. Like it was like supposed to be badass and sexy at the same time. I've uh, I've never went to get hair extensions, but I mean maybe there was a sale. No, no, I'm saying like, yeah, like she's like, it's like a strip mall and she got like both new clothes that are, you know, tattered new, right? Like they're on purpose. Yeah. On purpose. They sell them like that. And her extensions and then got back. I was assuming they were just fighting over a sale. Oh. And that's how they they got ripped. Yeah. But in the right spots, I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, so he's checking out Cerebro, looking at all the uh, mutant lights and they're kind of talking about like, oh, this is kind of cool, huh? He's like, yeah, and then this is like a big one. We should go check that out. And, uh, yeah, they, they go to Chicago. And this was pretty fun because a lot of uh, just, si- like, background banter between the students going on of, like, hey, we just appeared out of nowhere, and a guy pooped himself because he saw us, appe- like, he saw nothing, and then he saw us, and then poop. <laughs> and then uh, Benjamin's like, We've been to hell, and I didn't poop myself. It's so, like, like so there's this whole, like, conversation about poop. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, loose bowels, you know? Like, like how, how brittle is this guy that just seeing something appear out of nowhere made him poop himself? I mean, I'm assuming he had, like, one in the chamber <laughs> and was holding it in and then just the little scare, just like he had to let it go. Yeah, that's my guess. The line was really long. He really needed to go. Man. Yeah, maybe he was in line for the bathroom so he could poop. He already had a newspaper in his hand, too. Yeah. He was ready. <laughs> he was ready. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't to read the newspaper. He was going to set it on the ground and shit on it like a bird. <laughs> <laughs> they went to I Chicago. Mean, yeah, triage San Francisco. does say, watch where you step. So Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> uh, yeah, because they... Because they don't see any mutant around. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's a giant-ass sentinel in the background. It takes them a minute to find out, like, to, to notice. I like that uh, call-out because they're, like, getting all gawked at. And Magic's like, oh, we're the famous X-Men. Plus, Miss Frost doesn't wear proper shirts. She's <laughs> like, like, you do, Magic? Yeah, with the boob window. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking that, too, is, like, like Magic says that to Emma. And I was like, dude, you, well, you're wearing pretty much the same thing. And then they pointed out right after that. And I was like, oh, all right. At least they, they pointed out. To be fair, it's probably harder for Magic's boobs to pop out of her shirt than it is for Mystique's, oh, not Mystique, for Emma Frost's boobs to pop out of her not even, like, physically possible shirt. Like, like the laws of yeah, physics don't make tape. sense in how that I, I disagree because I think hers is, like, held together with, like, tape and rubber cement. And it's not going anywhere. But magic is, is just slipped on. So if she, I guarantee if she lifted her arms up, boobs popping right out. Uh, that doesn't really happen with like a sports bra. I always thought it was like kind of a sports bra with a boob window. Uh, I think it's, it's a shirt. I think it's lifting up. 
No, it's like a sports bra with the with a boob window. Like you sports got sports bra doesn't go. There's like a around your neck. window, which is like a weird thing. Did you, did you remember that in high school? Like I the didn't girls wear sports bra. In high school. <laughs> no, <laughs> did you? No, but there, there was a thing where like all the girls were wearing like cleavage window shirts. Like they were specifically wearing like a two layered like V neck thing that specifically showed the cleavage of their boobs. Like all of them were. It was insane. Oh, uh, I went. We went to different high schools. <laughs> you went to the <laughs> the bad kid high school. I didn't go to the bad kid high school. What are you talking about? You went to well, you Devin went to was the poor kid school. I went to the, the rich poor kid school, which is funny because <laughs> I went to the rich kid school until I went to the really poor kid school, <laughs> and they didn't have girls there. <laughs> there was like five girls. It's there. funny because I came from the area that thought that the poor kid school I went to was the rich kid school. <laughs> Whatever. I just remember a teacher of mine like actually being angry at like why are all the like why is there cleavage everywhere? This is ridiculous. I don't know. My um my first high school had the uh like a million dollar theater that never had people in it, so they like kids would just go in there and fuck. Oh. Well then. They had a fucking That sounds familiar. Did you go to my high school? No, Probably. you and Devin went to the same high school, I think. I went to Kettering. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think we both went to my I went to WB as well. Oh, twenty, <laughs> like like the Warner Brothers channel or <laughs> yeah, no. to- West Bloomfield High School. Oh, all right. Oh, Bloomfield, yeah, that they have money <laughs> and <laughs> topical. <laughs> <laughs> I'm deleting out every reference to make to Corona. Just beep it, leave it, but beep it. <laughs> beep it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that won't be more work for me. <laughs> no. You made half the references. Anyway, so. There's a com- I think Benjamin makes a comment like, oh, well, maybe we can't find the mutant because he's super tiny. And uh, Goldball is like, oh, crap. <laughs> you say that now? And he's like looking around thinking he might have stepped on him. Um, and meanwhile, there's a giant sentinel. And they're like, oh, well, that's an issue. There's a big old sentinel. And then the yeah. sentinel opens his mouth and like human-sized sentinels. Emma yeah. Frost is like, it's a trap. <laughs> yeah, it's a trap. Hey, <laughs> Star Wars uh, references already. This is going to be, we're, cl- we're close to May. May oh, I mean, next week will be our technical Star Wars Day week. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Cyclops tries to shoot the uh, the Sentinels and his optic blasts aside. Nope, we hate this building instead. And he blows up a building, kind of. I love that Cyclops' optic blasts broken work. Like, you know how after you have sex and you go to take a piss? There's like, <laughs> there's like a little bit of cum in there, so it sprays. I like that his powers work it's the like same he, way. So like, like someone He's just got a put their finger, yeah. like at the end of a hose, but not like flush, so it still sprays. Yeah, you out. don't know where it's going. Yeah, his powers work the same way as a penis. <laughs> well, he does work out of a head condom, <laughs> and everybody keeps calling him a dick. Yeah, oh, it's crazy. It's like yeah, now that you bring that up, doing. there's a lot of correlation. Yeah. <laughs> What's funny to me though is how he, his lack of control with his power illustrated always seems like oh he just can't control his neck. <laughs> <laughs> like his head's just like flailing all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> like look down, man. Yeah, like he's got Cosby neck. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, when you think about it, he should have like a his neck should just be gigantic. It just ripped from having to yeah, just a ripped neck and that's it. But he's still still like skinny. Yeah. So it's just like a skinny guy with a thick ass neck. Yeah. So his powers aren't working the way they're supposed to. And 
Which is like crazy, because isn't that like the whole point? Like his powers were never working the way they were supposed to? We've gone over this. <laughs> no, I know. It just feels like he's beating a dead horse in writing. Because like we find out why they're not working currently. But it's like, weren't they already not working? Well, yeah, that's why he said, hey, Magic, get the students out of here, because I'm about to blast everything. Yeah. Well, then her powers don't work, so she can't do Oh, that. so you're saying there's a third layer exactly. of the powers not working. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like why that was that didn't seem necessary oh yeah i get you um yeah so anyway they're about to get killed and ava saves them she throws up a time bubble and she trans she teleports them in time by a whole minute so they miss the blast and uh, for some reason triage takes offense to that and then magic's like all right well i'm a sorceress too so i'm just gonna do some spells and that'll yeah. beat them she summons shenron yeah. <laughs> so, see, I didn't like this because she's using all those spells, and she's like, "Yeah, I learned them from Doctor Strange." Yeah, yeah. But we all read like, that. The fuck? Because yeah, she doesn't. But we just read say, that demon bear stuff. She, and she was already. Oh. She was casting spells then. Yeah, but she doesn't say either that she learned them from Doctor Strange. She says she's been practicing with Doctor Strange, and nobody bats an eye at that. Scott no, they does. do. They they do. Scott's like, "When were you going to tell me this?" Which is he funny puts hands on the hips, starts tapping his feet, like, yeah. and you were going to tell me when. <laughs> yeah, but it was also his idea. Like mm-hmm. When her powers I feel like... first started freaking out, he was like, well, yeah. we got to go to Doctor Strange then. And she's like, good idea, I'll time travel. <laughs> yeah, but she didn't tell him. No. But I mean, a lot of writers forget that he can, or she can cast spells. So now all of a sudden that she's doing it, it's like, oh, well, Doctor Strange taught me. Yeah, I guess I that... never knew how to do this ever. But that was a specific spell, though. Like, she, she used, like, one of those fucking, what, Vashanti spells or whatever? Yeah, they were all Vashanti, coincidentally. Yeah, like, maybe she just got the book from Strange of, like, Vashanti books. Yeah. Like, she knew other spells, but, like, he hoards the Vashanti shit to himself. <laughs> I'm trying to say lazy, lazy writing, okay? Well, you, you tell Bendis. I will tell him. I got his number You know what? Right I here. will mail him a letter <laughs> via Al. Uh, you could try, uh tweeting him that might be easier what? is that oh i mean people don't you... read tweets but they read owls if an owl drops a letter to you you will read it well yeah because you're assuming you're being accepted to hogwarts <laughs> exactly also, like, and it's holy first thing will be you're denied if if a bird <laughs> dropped any paper at me i'll read what's on it like holy fuck a bird just dropped a par- like a parcel that's what i'm saying man also, and an owl is just a more badass bird. I, owls are dirty creatures. I'm not reading anything that it drops. By the way, you're lying. Why you got to get like further into uh, what we do in the shadows. The, the episode that just came out, Ooh. they go to a su- superb owl party. <laughs> it's a Super Bowl party, but they don't know that. That's <laughs> so <laughs> stupid. They think it's to celebrate the most superb owl. And they're like, owls are amazing. They're nocturnal. They got talons. They hunt. We love owls. It's, it's, it's great. It's great. decorated with the creepy paper. <laughs> great paper. Yeah, yeah Josie buys a bunch of crepe paper because he thinks it's creepy paper. But the so the point was with magic though is that they're like, oh, what's this new trick, magic? As if she couldn't already cast spells. Yeah, that but was she's the real doing thing. It better. I, I, that's not something I'm really all that hung up on in this. Yeah, I mean it is a full like six dragons or whatever. I don't know if it's. A bunch of dragons or a dragon with a bunch of heads. But it's one of those things, and everybody knows that the more heads you summon, the more power it takes. Yeah, and then the Sentinels are just like, oh, no, and they run away. 
So it's great. We, you get some cool moments of uh, gold balls, like when when the uh, Sentinels leave, their powers are suddenly working again, and gold balls is like, "Hey, my balls are working. <laughs> I got balls." Yeah, because he was like, "My balls are broken," and then later he says, "Oh, my balls are working again." And Emma Frost's like, "Wording." Yeah, yeah. And uh, Scott's like, "You know what? This is either Shield or Shield's letting it happen. So we're going to war, and that is." The title of the arc. He says no, the not, thing. It's, it's not we're going to war. No, it's a war with shield. It's, it's, we're going to war with shield. Which was kind of funny. It felt like childish. She was like, if you're doing it, we're going to war. If someone else is doing it and you're just standing by, we're going to war too. <laughs> that, that reminds me of that Simpsons episode where... Uh, that uh that one old guy becomes the the teacher because all the teachers quit <laughs> and he's like uh you raise your voice that's paddling i hear you talking class that's paddling somebody else blames you for something that's paddling <laughs> exactly yeah cause, i mean there's basically no way out of it he's like if you do it it's war if yeah. somebody else does it it's war <laughs> it looks and like it's like next issue war. they go to war <laughs> it's it's like a always sunny in philadelphia uh, episode <laughs> like he's like oh if shield has anything to, to do with this we're going to war and then it comes up with the black title screen it's like x-men go to war with shield yeah <laughs> so anyway uh that ends issue 19 and issue 20 is maria hill just still asking hijack so where's scott summers and him going i don't know which by the way how have they not guessed canada does anybody ever guess Canada? Just yeah, gonna... but they're shield, right? So they're everywhere but Canada, and they should probably be like, "Well, where are we not?" And then Canada, like if it's, it's such no, a place, Canada's like, not even on we, their map. We know for a fact that they're not in Michigan. We know for a fact. Yeah, Michigan's not Canada. You said Canada's the only place that they're not. Also, they were in Michigan. No, they're not. That was the whole point of that. She the, she said, "Why don't we have anybody in Michigan?" And they say, "Because it's Michigan." But also, they were because... They were in Chicago. It was or, the Sentinels. Uh, Ohio. But they're responsible. Justin, back me up on this. They're responsible for the Sentinels. S.H.I.E.L.D. is both it is and isn't in Michigan. They're not in the good way. They did show up in Michigan. And then they did show up afterwards. The second time they came up. Yeah, they had to go there, but they don't have people in Michigan. They can show up to Canada. Yeah, but Canada's not on the map. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. The DLC. <laughs> <laughs> fucking ea with their microtransactions i've only unlocked british columbia <laughs> so stupid uh anyway uh not nick fury is like hey we uh we just got word that they're in chicago and there's another sentinel attack is like, that right not now. nick fury yeah it's not nick fury they just cheat change it with a different black guy with glasses they swapped him out for token <laughs> black guy really yeah that's messed up. They, she was early on in this series. She was always kind of being palled around by young Nick Fury and Coulson, and now it's just a different white guy and a different black guy who looks. Uh, the white guy looks like Hawkeye too. Yeah, yeah, he does. Which I mean, I guess it's just a blonde white guy in glasses, but which looks like Hawkeye. Yeah, every blonde guy in glasses. <laughs> All of them. Everybody knows that every single blonde guy with glasses is Hawkeye. To the, yeah, the anybody who's got yeah. brown as soon as you hairs, tell somebody to shut up, you're Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah, just shut up. So, uh, hey, Hawkeye. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not wearing glasses. 
<laughs> so anyway, uh, Shield decides, all right, we're gonna head to Chicago then, and we're gonna stop them there. Like they don't just teleport everywhere. Like that's the crazy thing. Like I think even not Nick Fury is like, I mean, they got a mutant that just sort of teleports everywhere. So like, why are we running to Chicago? See, the problem yeah, is we're going facts. to where they are instead of where they're going to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, they teleport. They got a strong psychic hive mind. And Maria Hill is not hearing any of it. That's all excuses. Let's make a dumb decision. Yeah, we need to be 10 steps ahead of Scott Summers. And then suddenly everything kind of freezes around her. And Scott Summers is like, how is that going like yeah. for you? How are you 10 doing 10 steps that? ahead of me. And then he sort of gets in her head. He has the, uh, the cuckoos go, like, go into her mind. Uh, ironically enough, like, she did say, like, you can read my mind, and he's like, okay. What's funny, though, is the position that she's standing, and... Coincidentally. And, the, like, how far apart they are. She is, like, literally ten steps ahead of him. Yeah. <laughs> or... Yeah, but where are they behind? heading? Maybe he's ten he steps, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I assume because they're both sa- facing the same direction, but then she turns around. Mm-hmm. He's walking backwards. I like that. He's, he's like, moonwalking. He's, they're both moonwalking. <laughs> That's how far ahead of her he is. It's like a new girl whenever there's an awkward moment and they just moonwalk out of the room. But like, I like the idea too that they're just like two people like fucking high having a conversation. Like, I'm 10 steps ahead of you. It's like, nah. Or am I 10 steps ahead of you? Because they're just, they just 10 steps around. apart. <laughs> But I liked uh, that all the S.H.I.E.L.D. agents are, like, compromised now because it, it kind of goes all black and white for everybody. Yeah. And she's like, you're under arrest. He's like, sure I am. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, try it. Yeah, and he brings up, so there's another Sentinel attack, again, on my people. Maybe stop making Sentinel, like, mutant hunting Sentinels. And uh, even if you aren't the one making mutant hunting Sentinels, you're supposed to not let people make mutant hunting Sentinels, and you're responsible for that. So. Yeah. Either way, we're at war. And, uh, oh, it's also revealed, too, as uh, the cuckoos are going in her head and they're like, okay, well, she doesn't know anything about the Sentinels, but also thinks it could be S.H.I.E.L.D. It's just like a part of S.H.I.E.L.D. she's not aware of yet and maybe a part of S.H.I.E.L.D. that's over her head that she doesn't actually have the uh, authority to stop, which at this point, is she the director of S.H.I.E.L.D. yet? Yeah, she's she's the director of Shield right now. So it's weird that anything would be over her. She's head. about to not be the director of Shield. Wasn't there about to not be a Shield? Uh, yeah, I think like right after Secret Wars, there's no more Shield. Yeah. Um, I so mean, they have the Agents of Shield comic that starts right after Secret Wars, and then I I haven't read that, but I think that ends Shield. Also, I think Shield is always kind of like doing stuff when they're not supposed to be a thing. I know by the time Jessica Jones comes out, S.H.I.E.L.D. is not a thing anymore. And Marie Hill's on the run. Like the uh, the TV show is basically about an organization that's not even supposed to be an organization halfway through it. But they're still an organization. Yeah. That is I mean, at this point, they're not supposed to be an organization either. Oh, well. And but, but they probably are. Yeah, there's yeah. still like some stragglers left. And... Well, uh, Orcus, right? Orcus is made up of S.H.I.E.L.D. agents... With, and a bunch and of AIM things. agents. Yeah. I think as soon as, pretty much as soon as Tony Stark takes over S.H.I.E.L.D., it's like kind of on a downhill slope. Who would have thought? <laughs> I was going to say something to defend him, but nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Some things just, you do, 
you just don't defend Tony Stark for. Yeah, as soon as it wasn't Nick Fury anymore, it's been a downslope yeah. for Shield. He's he's not a great team leader. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason he doesn't so like do the, it. The cuckoos are going into Maria Hill's brain. They're like, oh, she's a decorated Shield agent. She's probably got psychic blocks to stop us. Nope, we're in. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. Yeah, and then you find out that she's secretly attracted to Scott Summers also, and like she's super horny for him, which he's smiling about, which was funny. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's like, he's like, oh, tell me more. And he's like, I've been involved with psychics, and she's like, yeah, I bet. <laughs> right. like, he's like, no, jealous. all the psychics. And he's There's like, nobody more involved with the psychics than me. And he's like, no, I mean, I know that you know. Those memory, those thoughts that they just pulled up could have been implanted there for me to find in such a situation as this. So you're like, you're not off the hook. We're blaming you for the Sentinels until, like, you can prove you have nothing to do with the Sentinels. Which, I mean, to be fair, they are coming from S.H.I.E.L.D., so. Yeah. Like, I th- for a second I thought that was going to give away what's going to happen next, but they've been said it's coming from S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, but it's it's all, literally, the Sentinels are emerging from Helicarriers. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, the last, like, real good thing to happen with S.H.I.E.L.D. was, like, the third Secret Wars. I'm not remembering which really? one that is specifically. That's the one with Quake. Mm. Oh, thought, yeah, and that was also a bad thing. Yeah. I thought the last good thing to happen to S.H.I.E.L.D. was when Colossus got a magnetic fastball special right through the helicarrier. <laughs> <laughs> Just go all the way back to AVX, huh? That's the uh, literally the last good thing to happen to Shield. <laughs> no, oh, I guess about Agent with... Dazzler. Agent Dazzler was the last good thing. What? And then she's immediately for that one day in, for, yeah. for from eight a.m. to nine thirty a.m. They were <laughs> riding high. <laughs> that was a highlight in their career. Yeah. Oh man! And speaking of that, so it turns out Blob total junkie. Oh, before we move on from that scene, though, uh, when Scott disappears, like, all the S.H.I.E.L.D. agents are just knocked the fuck out. Oh, that yeah. And he, like, uh, like, because she freaks out. She's like, I've been compromised. I've been psychically attacked. And everyone's like, huh, what? And then, yeah, they're all knocked out. And then he just sort of emerges from behind her. And he's like, now I'm ten steps behind you. <laughs> he's like, no, I'm, uh, I'm only two steps behind you. Now. <laughs> he, like, blows him into her ear. <laughs> yeah, you know, she was super excited. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So anyway, uh, Blob kind of waits, like he's he's waiting for Mystique and Sabretooth to like leave uh, where Dazzler is, and then he like sneaks in, which is like a hilarious concept to me that that fucking giant of a man is like trying to be covert. Yeah, and and he sneaks in because uh, he knows that Mystique is hiding something because he he knows she's controlling the uh, the mutant growth hormone, but he doesn't know where it's coming from. And so he thinks he's going to, like, break in to the source of it because it turns out he's fiending and yeah. he's a junkie for it. He was about to eat Dazzler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was about to just, maybe if I just take a bite of her arm. Which, I mean, I've seen him eat, well, at least in the Ultimate Universe, like, he ate pigs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you see Blob eat a uh, wasp, like, just. Oh, yeah, it's wasp. I, I don't know why I thought it was Pixie. Little wings, that's why. Yeah, little wings. I like uh, how... Sabretooth doesn't say, like, you looking for smack, because he's, like, a drug addict. He's like, you looking for a smack? <laughs> By the way, I just have it in my head that, like, there's a, a My Pretty Pony of Lil Wayne that is Lil Wings. 
Just a little weird. Why? I don't One, know. why do you know this? It just, Two, he said why little wings, and I was like, oh, man, now I'm thinking of, like, it's got face tattoos and shit and dreads. No, no, little wings is like, uh, it's like a, a B-dubs cross advertisement between Dr. Pepper, how they got a little sweet. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, he's he's trying to figure out what to do. Is he going to eat this chick or not? And uh, Mystique shows up with Sabretooth, and they're like, hey, what you doing breaking into our locks and doors and whatnot and he's like i just i wanted i wanted some of that drugs you got well and their door wasn't locked because if you can kick it twice and it comes down (laughs) oh yeah it's not locked. if death bird teaches you anything yeah yeah, you can kick it twice and it opens it's not locked um and she's like i got i got drugs for you right here in my in my bag i was gonna give them to you like why are you why are you going in and like trying to find my source of my drugs and by the way now that you know it's Dazzler, like, do you care? And he's like, nah, screw that chick. I, I, don't, yeah. I don't care about her. I just want the drugs you have She's now. She's a dirty sellout whore. I don't even <laughs> care yeah. about her. I think he calls her a bitch. Not me, though. <laughs> Who cares about that bitch? No, I think he does. I think he calls her, like, because uh, Mystique's like, I got to go meet up with S.H.I.E.L.D. Because, like, I plan on, like, making Scott Summers, like, irrelevant and S.H.I.E.L.D., like, to be sold for parts like she's trying to destroy both the x-men and shield and it's like i gotta go and do that stuff now so can we trust you to like not fuck things up more here and like fix the door and he's like yeah i'll keep an eye on that bitch or something like he says it like he there's all so, so the mean disco to bitch safe. for no reason oh yeah the, yeah calls her the disco bitch yeah they hate her they really yeah, but didn't Mystique's like, her like i know you will because he's a dang junkie right now yeah. But I'd like to point out, he took that growth hormone, and the only thing it did, because it like shows his face as if, like, oh, he's feeling good now, his chin enlarged, like, three times the size. <laughs> he's like a frog. <laughs> well, like, was... nothing else happened. He was still big, but all of a sudden, he's got, like, this huge chiseled chin and cheekbone and everything. I was never clear on what actually happened to him, because... After M Day, didn't he lose his powers? Like, yeah, wasn't he, was he just? Yeah, he lost his powers. Got super saggy. Yeah, and then suddenly, like, I know he was used several times since then, and I, I like, they just decided he has powers back. He, uh, it's the MGH giving him the power. <laughs> well, now they should we have that. done at least one arc where, like, yeah, his powers are technically gone, but he can fly, <laughs> <laughs> like he's a flying squirrel. Yeah, <laughs> should be Blob and Squirrel Girl. Yeah. <laughs> I was literally just thinking that. Oh, man. Anyway, so they're like, yeah, we're going to do that. And Dazzler shows up. Well, Mystique, as Dazzler, shows up on the helicarrier. And uh, Maria Hill is yelling at her because that's sort of all she ever does with uh, Dazzler. It's like, I thought you were our mutant liaison. You're supposed to liaise. How come you don't know where Scott Summers is yet? (laughs) You're our liaison, not our liaise off. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and she's like, I was in Madripoor. I was like, why were you in Madripoor? Like, because Magneto was in Madripoor? And she's like, oh, well, follow that then. She's like, I was trying to, but then you were all like, come here. And so I came here. So she's like sort of just being sassy back to Maria Hill, which is kind of fun because like Maria Hill is kind of a dick. Yeah. Like if this were Dazzler for real, why would Dazzler know any more than Maria Hill does right now? Like given everything. Like, you'd be following your only lead, like, the only thing you have to tell, which is Magneto, to try to find Scott Summers, because nothing else is letting you find Scott Summers. 
if it was really Dazzler, she might know like the tiniest bit more just because Dazzler wouldn't be in Madripoor doing takeover business. Yeah, but see, even then, Mystique inadvertently ran into, well, a sword, but also Magneto. Well, if it was Dazzler and she went to Madripoor, she'd be in the same position she's in right now anyway. Yeah, probably. Maybe. Definitely. She <laughs> she <laughs> got kidnapped in S.H.I.E.L.D. It's a, it's a whole thing. On a helicarrier, yeah. Uh, agree to disagree. Anyway, my point is she, Maria Hill gives her guff, basically, about like, you're not doing your job. And then she's like, well, here's how I'm doing my job. And she's like, never mind. Keep doing your job like that. And it's like, you're not a really good uh, leader there, Maria Hill. Well, yeah, she, it was basically not, it was like, you're not doing your job. Well, I'm doing this. Well, why aren't you going and doing that? Yeah. Do your job. And while they're arguing, there's a creepy guy in armor who's like i'm listening to this and while he's also making sentinels and kind of looks like mysterio in like a super sci-fi costume yeah yeah and then uh hijack leaves his house he grabs the uh x jacket and his flip-flops and and goes and there's an old lady who's like i know you've been having juicy thoughts of me but i'm telling on you because i am (laughs) an agent of shield yeah, they're they're not even like decent flip flops. They're like toe thongs. Yeah, but by the way, that's the old lady he was having dreams about. Early on, it's callback to them. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, then we go I back think we to got the it. Matrix. Thank you for the explanation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when the, when they're uh, when they're doing the whole uh, cerebral thing, Scott just looks like he's Neo. Kind of, I think this was uh, to one of the arts. That, yeah, that kind of bugged me about like suddenly Bakalo didn't look like he was drawing the same way he's been drawing. Like, he's drawn uh, Scott, like, so many times now, and I don't know. He he does well, look like Neo from The Matrix. He started thinking about that neck. That's why he's got such a thick neck in that image. Yeah, he kind of looks like uh, Ben Affleck. <laughs> That's just your racism. <laughs> <laughs> Was Ben Affleck, like, buffed up to become Batman? But it's not even buff. His neck is just way too wide. That's kind of all of it, yeah. His neck and his lats, that's it. <laughs> so basically the exact thing we were saying earlier. So, th- but anyway, the X-Men, they're sort of realizing that they're being tracked because whoever's always showing up where they are has their own Cerebro technology or somehow using their Cerebro technology, but it's it's always matching up to that. And they're like creating a short list of like who could even understand how Cerebro works, let alone even knows about it. And they're like, well, Xavier, he's dead. Yeah, I'm <laughs> Mag- sure of that. Magneto, he wouldn't do this. And it's like, oh, maybe Tony Stark, maybe Reed Richards, and they're like, fucking Beast. Which, how would how would like Beast or Tony Stark or Reed <laughs> or Magneto use it? They don't have a psychic. Yeah, well, I don't think that it's necessarily uh, fueled by a psychic now, because it's just sort of a ball that's on. That's like it's it works because comics they just decide. Now it's a technology beyond... Well, because Scott's got 1,500 psychics around him. He's got a monopoly on all the psychics. The more I'm saying psychics, the harder it's It sounded like it's saying sidekicks, yeah. Yes. He, he also, though, has so many sidekicks. Because they're kind of just all his sidekick. Yeah, well, because, as I've said before, Scott Summers is the main character of X-Men. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> and you're listening to the Scott Summers podcast trailer. Yes. <laughs> uh, but... There, I, th- I think it's like the psychics allow you to pinpoint specific mutants, but the map itself is the technology. 
And so they kind of go to whatever the biggest burst is. And maybe that's how they correlate. Like, oh, we know, I know where they're going to go because this is the most obvious. But they always frame it as uh, that Cerebro is just boosting their powers. Yeah, they're lying. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> Bendis didn't read that other shit. <laughs> He's just decided. Just doesn't care. Not so your, your reasoning is that like Bendis doesn't care. I'm not saying he doesn't care about all the stuff. Maybe Bendis, that thing. message us. Let us know what's going on, man. Send yeah. an owl, Bendis. <laughs> <laughs> about shit you did six years ago. Yeah. So, and one of the great things is he's just, uh, Scott's just like, magic, let's go. And, and Emma's like, hey, I want to go. Never mind, I guess, because they're just gone by that point. And a, the ball just falls into her hand. The ball falls into her hand. Yeah, the Cerebro ball. It does. Oh, no. That's, that's a cuckoo, I think uh, it yeah, falls she's, into, though. She's uh, same thing. Tell me they're different. Yeah, because Ava has the idea that, like, if they are using their Cerebro technology, then they're somehow tracking them through it. Like, so maybe he's hacking into their Cerebro. And like is, but if that's the case, he also knows where they are, or at least should, right? Well, because he knows where they're. Signature. He knows where they're going, and no, I'm saying where they literally are. Yeah, he sh- if their cerebro is at their. Either base, way, he should know. Yeah, so you just. Well, yeah, it doesn't make sense. He can track what they're looking at, but not where it's at. Not inadvertently. You like winked, <laughs> like wait. inadvertently. <laughs> I think I just accidentally finger gun Tony. <laughs> I don't even know how that happened. Uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, they they go uh, fuck. They, they go, go fuck. to the the Jean Grey school because they're like, well, we're gonna see Beast. Hello. And, and Magic's like, uh, he didn't do this. And Scott's like, you hope he didn't do this. And she's like, I do. And he's like, I do too. But we gotta talk to this guy, you know. And Storm comes up and she's like, nope, get the fuck out of here right away. We want none of this. We don't want you guys. When you come here, time-displaced mutants are popping up all over the place. None of this. Which is funny, because this is also a case of a time-displaced mutant, ultimately. Yeah. I mean, well, not everything they do is. Because they're yeah. all, like, a minute time-displaced. Yeah, they are time-displaced by a minute. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Beast comes out, and he's like, yeah, why are you here? And Scott's like, can we see your lab, buddy? We just want to... <laughs> Check and see if you're building any mutant hunting robots. I am offended. <laughs> right? This is like, straight, like, how dare you? Yeah. As if he's never done anything wrong before. He's like, we just want to see your lab, bud. And he's like, I just didn't want to see you kill Xavier. So, looks like not everybody gets what they want. <laughs> and ultimately, Cyclops' face decides it doesn't like the look of that lawn and it's blows dead. up on it. His <laughs> head just blows up. And he's like, I don't know what's going on. I'm not doing this. <laughs> you guys want to see my JFK impression? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like to think that Beast has like porn up on all 15 monitors. He's, <laughs> he's like, how like, dare you? Uh, let me run in Trying to go and quick. check his lab. <laughs> he walks outside. Clear search fans. history. <laughs> yeah. And then S.H.I.E.L.D. gets word that like Scott's doing explodey stuff. And they're like, all right, we're on him. He's going to get arrested. That time, it was on purpose. <laughs> yeah. He did the finger guns again. Yeah. So, issue 21. Uh, Scott's face still deciding he doesn't like the look of that lawn. And uh, Magic, uh, she... Well, there's a moment, too, where uh, Storm's like... Like, are you not done? Like, do you not feel you have enough sins in this lifetime to repent for or whatever? And uh, Magic's like, are you serious? 
Like, you know he's not doing this on purpose. And then suddenly her powers start freaking out. And then Storm's just like, you know what? Lightning bolt. And just drops a giant-ass bolt of lightning on them. Have you seen that internet video of the guy who's yeah. LARPing? He's just yeah. <laughs> lightning bolt! Lightning bolt! Yeah, I've seen it. That's just what Storm's doing. They wish, because, I mean, that was an, an actual bolt of lightning. Just Which, uh, she seemed to guess really easily. Storm did. She lightning bolts them. She's like, poor Ilyana is carrying the dark energies of Limbo inside of her. Yeah, How? Well, How do you know this? She always is. I think she doesn't know that she's literally carrying all of Limbo, but, like, Ilyana is always kind of a conduit of Limbo. And, uh, like, didn't they have a book together? Storm and Ilyana? Yeah, they should they have a Limbo strong connection. Sounds like you're that dude who's always suggesting it at parties. <laughs> you're the herald of Limbo? Yeah. You're the guy who carries around a stick? <laughs> yes, yes. It's some up. bongos? Oh, jeez. <laughs> I got the music queued up here, guys. Come on. But yeah, it was actually a different storm in that book, though. It was an alternate reality storm. I also like, too, that like if you can't get enough people to limbo, there's like a god of limbo that shows up, like threatening destruction of the world because not enough people are limboing. So he's actually a hero. <laughs> so he's, he's, he's trying he's to save the world. He's holding up the bar and he's like, come on, guys! <laughs> and like, we need to limbo. <laughs> and then someone's just like... He's just lowered the bar. <laughs> like, all dramatically. They put on sunglasses. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, they knock... Uh, with lightning, by the way. They knock out Ilyana and Scott. Probably killed them. If this was... Uh, yeah, any, they're dead. The sense, end. realistic. But, <laughs> yeah. uh, this is where all of X-Men ends, actually. There's no yeah. more books after this. Uh, and Beast's like, alright, I'm gonna take them to my lab. Now that they can't see anything. <laughs> yeah, now they can't see what's on the screens. They're about to be to on the screens, screen. if you know what I mean. <laughs> I must study them. So, uh, as he's getting ready to take them into his lab, Dazzler, which isn't Dazzler, it's Mystique, is like, hey, uh, that's property of S.H.I.E.L.D. They're under arrest, and you should hand them over, because I'm the mutant liaison Dazzler, and I am for sure her. <laughs> it's definitely her I mean me <laughs> so you guys should give them to her me yeah, me. yeah. standing there all sort of sassy with like a, an umbrella and like her hand over her holster like she's gonna pull a gun on them which also rude right like they were teammates yeah we're buds and you're like just holding your gun on me uh, and they're like yeah we're not gonna do that also cut back to Madripoor Blob is just like, see, I'm so much stronger when I'm high, and he's beating the shit out of some guys. Classic. <laughs> yeah. Classic Blob. <laughs> and he's like, oh, wait, no, I'm getting weaker again, because Mystique's not back yet, and she has all the drugs I need. I'm going to go back to the source of those drugs, and then maybe I'll eat Dazzler. I don't know. He's going <laughs> to eat her. He's going to eat her. Well, he, he rifles through some drawers first. Like, he's looking for vials of, like, Dazzler blood or whatever I, I don't he's looking which it's kind of weird that that's how easy it is to make mgh mm. yeah they is it like just the blood like what are they like is that really yeah all it takes like what are they like slurping up in that needle yeah all you re really ever see is like she pulls out a big ass syringe pulls some stuff from dazzler and then puts that syringe in a purse and like that's it and she's like this makes mutant growth hormone done like yeah it's like donating plasma except you get a lot more money for it i don't think she got anything for that well, I'm saying if you're a mutant. 
I think you get a lot more money for plasma. I think they just steal the. Yeah, I think I think if you're <laughs> donating for MGH, you're really just being kidnapped and then almost murdered. Like well, slowly I mean, murdered. In Dazzler's case, but if you're doing it on your own, like of Mystique, like why not just sell it yourself? I understand what you're saying. I'm saying the market is such that the I want people <laughs> actually doing this, they don't care about your donations. They will just kill you. I want you to look at Dazzler's face in these panels and tell me why they don't do that themselves because she's fucked up. Well, because they're keeping her against her will. They're drugging her and taking a whole bunch. But if you, you can't donate all your blood either. You got to do a little bit here and there. Uh, not with that attitude. But, <laughs> MGH, that's like a high quality drug right there. Maybe. So you're suggesting mutant farms. No, I'm suggesting like, <laughs> hey, why don't you just hit that donor once a month and donate a little bit, get a couple hundred? Yeah, there's like, so you go to donate MGH and there's like some like uh, hungover teenager with a paper hat who just keeps stabbing your arm in wrong places. By the way, I feel like you're describing what would be like a hydro program. Is there like, hey, we'll give you hundreds of dollars if you come and donate your mutant plasma while we yeah, make super never... soldiers to take over the world? You're they, never seen again after that. They could take that video of Captain America where he's uh, like with the white background. <laughs> yeah. And edit it so he's like, come donate. <laughs> yeah. And they want to be wrong because he's still representing Hydra. <laughs> yeah. Because he's a Nazi. They might be able to just ask him because he's also really anti-mutant. Yeah. Such a racist. Which is so weird, right? Because like, well, I guess they already picked what they're evolution of man was right in the Aryan so like <laughs> the mutant is just a rival future man you're misunderstanding Nazis Aryans aren't an evolution of man they're the the perfect version right no, like that's the Aryans point. are an alien race uh that we originated from that have been diluted through crossbreeding and that's why we don't have superpowers anymore oh well shit yeah are you serious? All this right? time, yes, I never I'm 100% serious. And don't fucking look at me with that. I know you're a Nazi face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just think. <laughs> well, we found out something new about Saying Tony. Saying hair's a, a bit blonde, this eyes is are a bit blue. I'm not into Nazis. I'm into uh, occult information. You seem to know a whole <laughs> lot about the origins of some This things. is recorded. <laughs> I, it doesn't matter if it's recorded because I edit it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway, so Magneto shows up right as uh, Blob's like, maybe I'm going to eat this chick. <laughs> I'm definitely going to eat this chick. <laughs> yeah, and some scalpels show up around his head, and it turns out it's Magneto, like, ma magnetically holding the scalpels. He's like, what the fuck even happened to you, bro? <laughs> and he's like, I, I need help. I'm sick. And I like, I always like when they flash back to the past, but use old art to do it. Yeah. And so you see, yeah, I like that. An old Brotherhood image of like Magneto being like super villainy and Blobs there when he's kind of just like an after photo, but it's funny because it's a before picture. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I especially like that kind of stuff because there's always those group of people saying like, "Oh, the old art is so much better." See, Let's I, take a flashback yeah. to this art. <laughs> Yeah, uh, who says that old art is so much better? I don't think that it's necessarily better, but I do think that there's a lot of great stuff in the old art. Like, when we were going oh, over... Oh, there is. Yeah, but you can't, like, you can't really compare them. I mean, as good as Jack Kirby's art is, it's still not as good as, like, Clayton Crane. No, that's fair, but, like, there are different tools being used. Yeah. So that makes a big difference. Uh, just from someone who... 
as someone who is currently drawing comics, like the amount of detail some of these guys were able to put into a panel that was like a nothing panel. Like I would never want to do, let alone, you know, five <laughs> panels within one page. Yeah, but half those panels were covered up with word bubbles. Yeah, sure, but they got to draw the whole thing out first before <laughs> yeah, the word bubble. Yeah, I know. If anything, it's 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 more of an affront to the art because it's like, are you serious? All the hours it took, and you're just gonna slap a word bubble over it, huh? Well, fuck you. <laughs> you're gonna be really upset soon because I will be. Yep. I've been. Uh, I'm gonna be doing Kevin Smith level. I'm just gonna uh, plan ahead and then just not draw in certain parts of the panel. So I'm just writing a book. <laughs> yeah. anyway. It's just the book where the words are separated into panels. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, Magneto's like, all right, fine. You need help. Go find it. Like, because he just has that sort of nostalgic moment of like, well, I'm not gonna try to kill all these guys again. I guess. Well, and he got nostalgic because. Blob was saying that, like, he's sick and he needs help. Yeah. And, like, Magneto remembers back to basically him being sick. Yeah, when they were boys. Yeah. Also. Uh, weird, though, because, all right, Blob's power. Isn't he supposed to not be able to be, like, punctured by stuff? No, I, th I think he can be punctured. No, he can get punctured. Yeah. It's like Wonder Woman. Oh, okay. I thought he had, like, a, uh, uh what what's his face? Um, a Luke Cage thing kind of going on, but it was fat. No. <laughs> no. He's like, why Wolverine can stab it's not fat, Blob. It's muscle. I'm sure you can stab Luke Cage, too. Well, just because, uh, I mean, it was throwing me off with the whole syringe, and now the scalpels were scaring him and stuff, and, like, the bullets before. So, I don't know. But uh, you guys are saying he can be punctured, so whatever. I guess I didn't know Blob's power that well. He's just a fat guy who's strong, huh? It's all muscle. It's a big round. Well, I know that muscle. he can be punctured by Wolverine. This is the first case I've seen him being punctured by something else. Yeah, I don't think it like because if you you stabbed him with Wolverine's powers, like you're not really damaging anything because they're not going far farther enough, but it still hurts. Yeah, and I think his pain tolerance is a lot higher, but his skin's not any stronger. And but he's also got to be like he's got to be set like both feet planted. Kind of crap. Yeah, yeah, because how did he become a junkie if he's not... Yeah, and there could be the whole MGH is wearing off, so maybe his powers die down or whatever. Um, or anyway, power. Magneto... That would suck if every time he injects the MGH, so it breaks the needle off into his skin <laughs> because it becomes redurable. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so Magneto... He's it rectally. <laughs> Mag I, I, I like, too, that Magneto's so lazy that he just magnetically pulls the syringe out of Dazzler when he's, like, right there. <laughs> he like, does. he can just do it, and His he hand is, like, two inches away from it. It's not even lazy. He's like, I don't want to get that Rona. <laughs> <laughs> now who's doing it? Because <laughs> she, she is gross and bumpy on the arm, so. <laughs> Those are side effects of <laughs> No, I'm just saying he doesn't, they're contagious. She looks uh, contagious. She, of something. That's how he, he doesn't she, have to wash his hands because he just uses his powers to do everything. She has spent... Two weeks to half a year in Madripoor. We don't know. Yeah, she hasn't showered. Yeah, ew, gross. Gross. We do We do know that she's, like, conscious, though, right? Because she said ow before. So she's got to be kind of there. Well, I think it's she's, like, coming to, and then they upper drugs. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, he, like, takes the bandages off her eyes and stuff, and she's, like, slowly realizing she was kidnapped and that she's now being rescued by Magneto, but, like, also, like... The world sucks, kinda, I'm assuming, because that is a really bad situation to be in. 
And uh, yeah, it cuts away from that to Maria Hill and uh, B sort of still arguing over whether she was going to let them take Scott and uh, Magic to his lab. And she's like, we got science and labs too. Like, there's nothing special about your lab. And he's like, well, so I'm... I got mutant science. Yeah, you don't have mutant science. You I have guys don't have my porn collection. <laughs> I need it for ambient noise. <laughs> <laughs> it gets me in the zone. <laughs> he really is hypnotized by the, the clapping sound. Everyone knows you do better science when you're hard. It's like a Rock metronome, hard. but it's just cheeks clapping. <laughs> yeah, it uh, keeps time for him. <laughs> he uses it as a metronome. Yeah. <laughs> so, ultimately, Maria Hill's like, fine, you got one hour. And then Mystique Dazzler is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. I'm the mutant liaison here, and they need to be locked up. And Rio's like, uh huh, yeah, one hour. It's like, what's what the fuck's even going on with you people? Yeah, but you're still Dazzler. So nobody, nobody cares. Yeah, it's <laughs> like there, and I know this is gonna make you mad, Justin, but like there isn't a more worthless X Men she could have decided to turn into. <laughs> like with one uh, that, false. that has like the least cred. <laughs> Are you serious right now? Yeah. Like, I know you're so you, you'd be hard pressed. Like, you. maybe you could come up with a name, but like, we'd all know. Like, I can come up with a lot of names. <laughs> we don't have enough time. I'm for just this. saying, like, okay, she, in terms of, she known becomes X-Men, president. Yeah, she's a better. She she's a better anything. <laughs> she's a better mutant liaison, passed out than Wolverine's been. She, she becomes a uh, what is that? A fucking a needle cushion. Is what she becomes. Pincushion? Pin, yeah, pincushion. Pincushion, yeah. yeah. She doesn't become president of anything. For all we know, that was Mystique. Shh. In the future. I mean, She is the biggest non-X-Men X-Men. And that's why she's worthless. Kind of. That's like, why yeah, she's a liaison. That's sort of my point. She's more, is that she's like, more famous than the X-Men characters. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see your most famous non-X-Men X-Men and raise you a gambit. <laughs> Gambit's been on X-Men yeah. So is Dazzler Yeah but so is Dazzler Dazzler is never on the team uh, We are gonna go through these books And then <laughs> Dazzler herself Will make you a liar So <laughs> At the end of the story <laughs> Yes Anyway Yeah how many issues though Come on <laughs> Literally on in one front. I'm about to make you wrong Like Dazzler herself so Is about one. to make you one She's on the X-Men Yeah obviously she's been on the X-Men But she's not a standing no, member I'm Who stays on the X-Men covering one issue In this episode of the podcast I'm going to make you wrong So Wrong about what? What you just said about Dazzler Doubt it <laughs> <laughs> The fucking confidence of this guy when he read the book. Anyway, <laughs> Maria Hill is like, you guys got one hour. By the way, we got guns. They're pointed at you. And and Beast is like, when aren't they? Obviously. <laughs> anyway, the mystery guy's like, since those guns are pointed at the X-Men, like uh, Maria Hill says, they're going to start firing. And he makes them start shooting. So... It kind of makes Maria Hill look like a super dick. Like, by the way, we got guns pointed at you, and then it just starts shooting. It's like, yeah, I'll give you, one you have hour. one hour. Boom. <laughs> uh, maybe a little less. <laughs> uh, time like jump. Five, four, three, time two, one. Jumped. Also, one of the guys on the S.H.I.E.L.D. helicarrier uh, has has Robbie Reyes's jacket. Really? 
Yeah, th- this guy. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'll post a picture of the guy with Robbie Reyes's jacket. Um, Yeah, so then they start fighting uh, the helicarrier because, of course, that has to happen. Storm just starts shooting lightning at it. Which, I mean, is that going to stop the helicarrier? It, it didn't. It didn't, but it didn't. <laughs> but, like, like, would it? Like, lightning striking a building doesn't necessarily, like... It's not good for it. it isn't it fine? Don't, don't they have, like, lightning rods? Like, I'm pretty sure I'm looking at the helicarrier, and it's got, like, lightning rods. Yeah, I, uh, Storm's not being too smart right now, because <laughs> she's attacking a thing with weather that is designed to stay in clouds. Yeah, like, it probably flies through storms. Like It's about to. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Emma Frost is sort of, like, sulking. She's doing a sad girl routine, which is out of character for her. And even the cuckoos are like, hey, this is out of character for you. We read your mind. You're doing a sad girl thing right now. <laughs> and you, we read your mind and all you're doing is replaying that music from The Incredible Hulk over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she's like, yeah, I'm just worried, you know, because they left us here and we don't know what's going on there. And we got to be ready for anything. But also, what's anything? Because we're in the dark. We don't have Cerebro on. And she still doesn't have her psychic powers, maybe, because there's some stuff later that doesn't really make sense. Well, because she's, like, vaguely got psychic powers here and there. Yeah. But she doesn't have much of psychic powers. Uh, Meanwhile, the mutant students of the Jean Grey school are like, okay, this is happening again. And there's um, a weird pressure moment of, like, I forget her last name, Angelica something, right? Firestar. Is like she just joined the team. Like we we literally yeah we I we just covered, covered a that. Weeks and, ago. Uh, amazing. And she's like, I just take a shower, and this happens. And right away, Iceman's like, Hey, fly in the air. Like you're needed up there. Like what are you doing? <laughs> just standing there, all bewildered. <laughs> There's no time for that. Help Storm. Also, it's raining. It's like her whole power is shooting fire. Yeah, but she also lit hell rain. on fire. So. Uh, don't <laughs> underestimate what she can do. <laughs> on She's fire. really good at playing pretend. <laughs> she is really good at playing pretend. Yeah. Um, oh, and that actually kind of bugs me. I just realized that they did a whole like upskirt thing on uh, Surge. So the one time you see her again, and it's not even cool. On Surge? Yeah. The Japanese chick with the blue hair. She's in the, the panel with, uh, with Firestar and the rope. Um... And then you get a whole, like, Quentin Choir is like, I'm going to get in your mind, Maria Hill, because I'm cool, and you're going to answer to me. And uh, I'm, a, I'm a cool guy. Yeah. You do what cool guys do. And uh, Dazzler, uh, really mystique, is just sort of sneaking away. And you get, like, uh, like, like Beast is working on, on Scott. It's sort of mean, really. It's just like, let's see if you got anything constructive to add for once, like. Rude. That was some garbage. Rude. <laughs> and then he's It was like, straight ridiculous. I cannot believe he had the audacity to say that, as if Scott has never brought anything constructive to the team. Well, he does have some sort of destructive power, though, when you think about it. But <laughs> um, he's just like, oh, my stars and garters. I know Magneto's who this is. Magneto's the only this. one with the real constructive power. And he's such a dick with it, too. Like, yeah. he's always taking. He's the only power. one you can yeah. put on a construction site besides maybe Jean Grey, but she's a safety hazard. Uh, Colossus can carry some stuff. Yeah. And yeah. also, hey, if you run you gotta, out of, like, you got to demolish in construction. Use him. Yeah, it, well, and Juggernaut, too. But 
I mean, if we're gonna Scott get into, can blast down some walls. We're we're talking just straight building though. Oh, so who are they bringing in for demolition then, huh? Um, also Magneto. Yeah, he's kind of a one stop shop when you think about it. Yeah, doesn't he rebuild the school by himself? Like, isn't that a whole thing we covered where they're just like, all right, Magneto, rebuild the school. Yeah, but no, it's literally what he did with the uh, the Weapon X facility. He's like, all right, we're here. Make it a, a school. And he's like, whatever. <laughs> I think we did cover an arc, though, where the school blows up, and then they're like, Magneto, you build this up, by yourself? Minimum wage. <laughs> he did, like, goes and talks to the union, but it's just him. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, I need to speak with HR, actually. <laughs> so... With the uh, rest of the X-Men at the Xavier School, um, a plane's, like, incoming, and they're like, oh, what's this? Uh, oh, by the way, we're in issue 22. And, like, what's this? And she's like, uh, read the thoughts in there. What's going on? And they're like, well, it's one person who's shielding their thoughts and another person whose thoughts are all messed up. And they're like, oh, no. Well, be prepared for anything because it, it could be a fight. And it's like, no, it's Magneto and Dazzler. And Magneto right away is like, Boy, healer boy. He turns into Kratos. <laughs> Get over here, boy, and heal to me. Heal, boy. <laughs> and he's like, I'm trying to. And he, st- and he starts trying to ask Magneto a question, and he's like, heal. <laughs> no time for words. Dog. Yeah. Heal, heal. No talk, heal. <laughs> like, he's just, re- and he's trying so hard, and then suddenly, like, she's got consciousness, and she's like, I need a walk, man. <laughs> she gotta listen to the Slayer. I'm telling you, she gotta get all punk. <laughs> I like to think she is still listening to a Walkman in this day and age. Yeah, well, because that's how like dated she is. Is that even when? Because like Walkmans are after the time of disco, but like so even when she thinks she's being futuristic or contemporary, she's actually still in the past. Yeah, like her music's in the '60s, yeah. and she's going to like the '70s. Or, like, her music's, like, early 70s. She's going to late 70s with technology, and she should just get an iPod shuffle at least. Well, yeah, she's so far behind that she started in the 80s and was doing disco. Yeah, in, like, 20 years, she'll have a Zoom. Dude, you know how, like, people walk around with the, the speakers and just, like, play, like, just little portable speakers out while they're walking? Yeah, annoying people? Yeah, she could be, like, such, like that could be, like, a deadly weapon for her. <laughs> like, she just has one oh, of those on God. her, like, instead of, like, a gun and a holster, she just has a speaker. So I just noticed this. Uh, so when Dazzler is getting woken up, are you guys looking at that? Yeah. Emma Frost has three boobs. What? <laughs> that can't be right. She's like, are you okay, Dazzler? Oh, yo, for real. She's got three boobs. <laughs> I'm only seeing the two. There's three. There is three. He snuck one in there, right in the middle. Yeah, he was like, more the merrier. Hey. I'm only seeing two boobs. Where's this third boob you speak of? Oh yeah, there's yeah. a third boob. She's like that. Ch- she's like that chick from Total Recall. <laughs> also, in Westchester, New York, a guy gets out of a fancy car, and they're like, "Oh, helicarriers, huh? Crazy." Guess Shield's finally getting rid of the X Men and uh, hijack. <laughs> that guy knows a lot about what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He just takes the car. Now, what's weird is, how did Hijack get from uh, Atlanta to New York so quickly and then needs to steal a car? Yeah, that's a good question. Because that bugged me. Like, you yeah. think? Because he left in Atlanta walking in flip-flops. 
He walked all the, he did walk all the way there. <laughs> it's like the same day. And he stole the car from Suge Knight. <laughs> Pretty oh, much. That was Fat Luke Cage. <laughs> it is also kind of Fat well, Luke Cage. Suge Knight is kind of Fat Luke Cage. Shriek <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> yeah, that is a good point. Suge Knight is just Fat Luke Cage. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway, uh, more destruction of the school is happening. By a creepy guy in a mask, all like, yeah, tell him, Hank, you know who it is. Like, he's goading, with like, as if Beast can hear him, but, you know. <laughs> you already know who it is. If you don't, you should by now. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of annoying. They kept dragging that on. Like, yeah. say it. <laughs> and then, uh. And then everybody, t- somebody was t- about to say it. They kept cutting it off right before they said it. Yeah. It's like, really? And Maria Hill sees Dazzler, and she's like, Dazzler, get over here. And she doesn't listen, because it's obviously it's Mystique, and she's, like, skulking away, and. Uh, she's like fine, and then she's like giving commands. Like she keeps trying to stop the helicarrier from shooting. She keeps like verbally saying the commands, and all the uh the people on the helicarrier who are like trying to also control it are like, it's not listening to you. It's not listening to us. It's just it's hijacked by something. And <laughs> it's hijacked by who? <laughs> Maria Hill's over here, like up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. <laughs> Right. BA start. It's not working. And she also throws out that, like, if anyone sees Dazzler, shoot her on sight, which is also pretty severe. Yeah. She just well, yeah, kind of like, She's missing. disobeying yeah. me? Kill her. And also, she could just not hear you. I mean, we know that it's Mystique and that Mystique's, like, scuttering away. But, like, also, there's her a powers lot of... are music based. Maybe she's got fucking <laughs> earbuds in preparing for the fight. But there's, like, you know, giant laser cannons shooting out of a helicarrier into a school. There's lots of yelling, I'm sure. Oh, you think so, Dazzler's ever been in a fight while listening to the Rocky theme track? Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah. Or like That'd the Karate Kid, like fighting people. You're the best around. Um. Anyway, so they're like they hear like uh, atomic arms or like nuclear arms got primed or whatever. Um, from the helicarrier. Atomic Arms does sound like an X-Men character. Yeah. Wasn't there already a guy who, like, uh, Atomic something, right? Like, like a white name, like Chad? <laughs> I, was, I was thinking Atomic Tom. <laughs> no, it was like a, a, Atomic Chad or something like that. He's like a guy who's, like, sort of radioactive and he carries a katana and he's got, like, a backwards cap. Oh, my God. And, like, God. blonde hair. He's horrible. like a real, he's a real character. On the X-Men? He's a mutant. I don't know if he was ever on the X-Men or like in an X-Men book, but it's, it's something like that. Anyway, after that fucking Sentinels just start descending from the sky. And so now they have the helicarrier and Sentinels shooting like, and by the, this school is not blown up yet, which is insane. It's just like mildly damaged, but you'd think it'd be completely nothing but rubble at this point. Magneto built it a little better this time. He didn't build the school at all. Oh, yeah. Wolverine just gave him a beer. It's <laughs> like, rebuild it for me, dude. Um, so, anyway, it turns out, like, the Sentinels, they drop the man-sized Sentinels down. They're getting ready to, uh, like, they descend. They encircle all the X-Men. And then they just don't do anything. The Descentinels. <laughs> the Sentinels. <laughs> um, and they're like, what's going on? How come they're not attacking? And Maria Hill's like, that's a good question. And she shoots one. And it, like, just takes the bullet. And they're like, uh, well, another S.H.I.E.L.D. agent is like, whoever uh, hijacked all of our equipment seems to have been hijacked themselves. So, like, now, 
you know, we still don't have control of the helicarrier, but neither does the person who had control of the helicarrier, which is such a weird thing. How do they know that? <laughs> you like, think they're just like, they, all right, they're, they're not working properly. Just shoot. It's... There, all right. Yeah, they knew. There's a bad... The hijacker got hijacked. Yeah, there's sort of like a bad action comedy uh, called The Big Hit. Do you remember that movie at all? Mark Wahlberg, Lou Diamond Phillips. Uh, it sounds familiar. It's like late 90s or even maybe mid 90s. Anyway, there's a whole running joke about like how there's a tracer on a phone call that will trace the call of the person that you're trying to find who may have like kid like it's like a whole ransom thing right for a kid and then someone has like a trace buster to bust the trace of the thing but then the other side would have a trace buster buster to bust the trace of the trace that's busting but then the other guy has the trace buster 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 anyway all that to say how do you even have technology that then so it's like that rick and morty episode where like they're like trying to out twist each other where they're like, Oh, this was a con on our end all along. Yeah. Kind of. Of just like, but that that's sort of what seems to have happened with the helicarrier control. But like how, how can shield know? Okay. Like it makes sense that they know they got hacked. How do they know that the person who hacked them got hacked? Cause they stopped being hack attacked. How do they know? Because they're not dead. <laughs> it could just be caught. Yeah, they should just think, oh, maybe there's a problem. Maybe they're messing up or something. Yeah, it's like such a weird thing. Like, well, other than I thought that, they showed that, like... It stopped firing, but they knew yeah, they didn't but they tried it. to take over, and they couldn't take over either. Mm. So, I think they, at that point, they assumed, well, they don't have control of it, obviously, because we're not getting attacked, but, but we see, can't they, take it back. There's a third party but, hijacking it. <laughs> But I'm just saying they spoke from authority of just like the guy who took control of it lost con- like got yeah because it's Maria Hill talking yeah. she she always tries to sound like she knows what she's talking about she never yeah. knows what she's talking about and yeah, of course lucky guess it's like Scott's like there's only one mutant I know who can do that hijack my best bud was that who it was <laughs> yeah after they used the name or the word hijack over and over again <laughs> uh actually I think I just kept saying hijack I think they were dancing around it. I think they kept yeah, saying, they like, it over. someone took it over, took control of the thing that was taking control of. But, uh, anyway. And honestly, we spent a lot more time talking about it than they did on the pages. And so Because it's mis- like a page and a half of things, and we talked about it for like ten minutes. Yeah, and the mystery guy just sort of rage quits. <laughs> just <laughs> like, no, my plan! And he busts his own controls up. Yeah. And also, when the helicarrier crashes, the the noise it's making, or when the sentinel's crashing... The noise it's making sounds like the uh, the chorus of an R and B song about asses because it says "fa boom boom sha boom boom." <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, and then Beast's like, "I know who did this, and I know where he is." And Ilyana's like, "Fucking take me to him. Tell me then." And Scott's like, "No, you get the rest of the X Men." And then Beast's like, "Fine, I'll take you to him." <laughs> and you're gonna recognize the guy, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, Magic teleports back to the Xavier school just as Emma's like, well, we got to find out where they are and we got to go to them right now. And Magic's like, she pops up and like, oh, and she's like, oh, great. Magneto, Dazzler, you're here. We need you all where we are right now. And Dazzler's like, oh, uh, she says we're at war with S.H.I.E.L.D. And Dazzler's like, yeah, then I'm in because she's got a bone to pick with S.H.I.E.L.D. Because they, they just let her get kidnapped, I guess. 
Which yep. is also a weird thing. She's only on the clock for an hour and a half. <laughs> right? All that unpaid time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mystique was collecting concept. all the paychecks. <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's that's how Magic Force so flush with cash. <laughs> she's just pocketing she's just taking all Dazzler's checks. <laughs> I worked two shifts this week, so I would <laughs> double overtime. Oh man. Anyway. Yeah. They uh, punch they punch the guy in the face or they blast him in the face. Yeah, Scott like just they show up behind him, and it's like, guess who's ten steps behind who? Yeah, <laughs> and with our analogy earlier of uh, of the money, he just money shot at him. Yeah, um, and Beast's like, hey, uh, Scott, remember how you came here and you accused me of being responsible for the Sentinels, and I was like, how dare you? Turns, my bad. <laughs> turns out, my bad. Because <laughs> it was me, just not this me, but that me. And it's yeah. Dark Beast from the Apocalypse universe. Yeah, they did Big that. Reveal. Yeah, not the not the other me, but the other other me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but they did that thing that always annoys me in comics, where they're like the characters exposition too much. Yeah, he's like, oh, it's Dark Beast from uh, the Age of Apocalypse universe. Like they're in fucking Scooby Doo, and they had masked him. Yeah, yeah. that bothered and me Scott too. And Scott, the like, one who's doing it too. Yeah. Scott's and, like, it's Dark Beast from the Age of Apocalypse universe, and, and Beast is like, yep. I realize why comics do it, obviously. I would just prefer if they did that little asterisk that they do, where, like... Yeah, they and just showed said, it on the bottom. Oh, shit, it's Dark Beast, and then there was an asterisk that said, from Age of Apocalypse. Yeah. Just be Agree. more technical with it. Yeah. Instead of making the character say it out loud. Because that... Because that's weird. Nobody would do that. Yeah, because at that point, uh, if it says it like that, you're like, oh, that's the author making sure I know what it is. But yeah. if they say it like that, you're like... The characters are saying shit they would never say. They know it's the Age of Apocalypse. Yeah, they wouldn't have to over-explain it. Well, that's sort of like the New Mutants, right? Because the New Mutants aren't supposed to officially be called the New Mutants. They're supposed yeah, to they're be just the X-Men. X-Men. They're just younger X-Men. But it's gotten so conflated now that like it's whatever. They call themselves the New are Mutants. Are you sure, though? Yeah. They're officially not supposed to be called the New Mutants. That's just... That was a marketing yeah. thing. They were just a new X-Men team. Yeah. But like after years of the books being called that, now they're in the comics, they're the new mutants. Yeah. And they've been referred to now know. so many times that, that yeah, they just are. Because I think when Kitty was trying to, like, when she did that whole uh, Professor Xavier is a jerk stuff, I'm pretty sure Xavier referred to them as the new mutants. Yeah. But in that context, that could still make sense. He's like, that's the new mutants in the school. Yeah. He's not saying like a team name. He's just saying oh, yeah, I get you. what yeah. it is. Uh, and what else is happening right now is that uh, Dark Beast yeah, kind of dies. He's just like, isn't it strange how blah, 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 villain monologue Beast who killed yeah, yourself. Yeah, and he goes, I am inevitable. Uh, <laughs> and dies. And, and I am Cyclops. And I, I kind of like how quickly this is resolved, too. They look up. There's a... A counting, uh, a clock counting down, and Scott's just like magic hijack. She teleports him there, and he's like, "What do you need? Oh, the clock thing? Yeah." And he just freezes it, and that's it. It's all done in one page. Somebody pointed out to me the other day. Speaking of, because we mentioned the end of uh, End Game, mm-hmm. somebody pointed out to me how it's j- like the end of the last Star Wars movie is just, or technically, kind of the whole movies are is just like Avengers End Game. 
like it even ends with kind of the same line of like him saying and i am iron man and her saying like and i am all of the jedi mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's just it's a it's a worse avengers ending. i don't see it you you will you'll you'll cross that road when you're older you're crossing streams here and it doesn't work like that <laughs> it's it's not a great movie anyway uh you're you're getting on Justin's bad side today. <laughs> Although I did, what, I, really like I did movie? watch. No, I liked the movie, but I don't see. I mean, there's certain resemblances, but it definitely wasn't the same ending at all. Like, all, I'm all the Jedi has nothing to do with. I am Iron Man. Like, really? But what if Iron Man was a Jedi? That's kind. He's of not like thing. I'm all the Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> but he was all the Iron Man. He's saying We're himself. Saying it's She's a similar saying, enough situation where it's like two yeah. characters who are suddenly all powerful in a moment. Because like they were comparing more uh, Thanos saying "I am inevitable" and then Iron Man saying "and I am Iron Man" to Palpatine saying "I am all the Sith" and Ray saying "I am all the Jedi." I mean, yeah, I guess in terms of what they actually said. In terms of it's similarities comparable. of theme, maybe you have a point. <laughs> no, not even of theme, just of dialogue. I like how your point, though, is like, yeah, if you're going off exactly what they're saying, yeah. <laughs> well, not what's happening. Like, the dialogue might be relatable because they both said all. Yeah, like, come but on when, when Thanos says, I am inevitable, he believes he has all the power of the universe in his hand. And when Tony says, I am Iron Man, he himself actually has all the power of the universe in his hand. And when Palpatine's like, I am all the Sift, he thinks he has all the power of the Force on his side because he's so much of the Sith. And when Rey's like, I'm all the Jedi, she knows she has actually all the power of the well, Force on her side. Said it because they're the last of their kind, so they're all of that. But they also aren't, though, you know, because they kind of tease that there are other Jedi out there and Force-sensitive people, and that Jedi is just a way of life, you know? And welcome to our but Star Wars podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, what I was going to say is, though uh, Birds of Prey did take a lot of stuff from Deadpool. <laughs> I love that the segue back in actually isn't to X-Men. It's a segue well, no, because into we... other shit. You tied those together saying they were a copy. Well, I do think Birds of Prey copied a lot from the Deadpool movie. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's so similar. Like, that was an actual copy, not like, oh, I'm going to take a couple words. It was like, no, we're going to take your whole theme of having a kid who's mischievous and the bad guys are after the kid. We're going to take that whole thing and we're going to take that as a way to make the kind of bad guy more relatable but also a good person. And they'll team up with somebody in the end to save the kid. Like, that was a way bigger copy. Yeah, but, you know, women. So. I don't know what that has to do with this. It makes it different He's and more saying relevant. that Ewan McGregor should be Cable? <laughs> no. That Ewan, McGregor Ewan McGregor did a great job as Black Mask, the, I'll the say that. The pedophile headmaster of the, the don't place? Don't say pedophile headmaster. No, those, <laughs> those don't go together. <laughs> don't. I didn't even connect that in my head. Uh, but the guy who was torturing the So how's the this back book end? <laughs> So, anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, it sort of turns into a blame game situation of like, well, this is all your fault, uh, Maria Hill, to the X-Men. It's like, well, see, it was a mutant the whole time. Um, and she gets in uh, Beast's face. There's a weird moment, well, too. Maria is like, okay, we we got the situation. We need the entire area tipped off because uh, there's a lot of debris. 
I mean, Bakalo's drawing this, so, like, a lot of debris. <laughs> and uh, she goes to Beast and is like, this is the problem with you, X-Men, and why you need to stop messing around with time stuff. And I'm pretty sure this is Beast saying this, but they make the arrow from the I word bubble that kind too. of point to Scott, and it doesn't make sense for him to say it. Yeah. It's like, Miss Hill, I will do everything in my power to fix what has been broken and put this right. Nothing you can say will make me feel more uh, any worse than what has already happened today and that I already do. Like he, yeah, which kind of would make sense coming from Scott if the next panel wasn't, wasn't him saying, you can investigate all you want, lady. This happened on your watch. <laughs> yeah. And also, <laughs> I don't think Scott would call her Miss Hill in this situation. Like, he's already like, we're also, going to war. I also wouldn't think he would call her lady, but yeah. then he did. So... <laughs> Which every time you hear lady, I like how Ava's I think it's like a hype man. <laughs> yep. So, uh, yeah, it's like this happened on your watch. She's like, yep. Yeah. She's she, about to do ad libs for the rest of the conversation. I love that Justin's favorite dialogue in anything we read is somebody who just says one word. Yeah. And it's usually in the affirmations. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or yup. Or yes. Exactly. We all need ad libs. <laughs> sometimes they understand that. And Scott gets uncomfortably close to her face in one of these panels where it's like oh see i think it's very getting inside of her head thinking. exactly yeah. like he's just like i know where your mind is and i'm just gonna rattle you even more now <laughs> he he gets that close because he obviously he's seen what's in her head mm-hmm. and he's whispering uh yin yang twins lyrics to her no. Yeah, I thought he was whispering sweet nothings in her. <laughs> well, kind of the same thing because I was thinking, <laughs> or is yeah. it? Oh, Wu Tang. I always get it confused if it's Wu Tang or I think it's the Yin Yang Twins. But the where do you see my dick? Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's definitely not Wu Tang. All right, Yin Yang. All right, I was right the first you time. You say then. definitely not Wu Tang, like they wouldn't say some shit like that. Anyway, yeah, not as a chorus. Come on now, <laughs> it's a solid chorus. Or, I don't even know if, what was that. Not Given the chorus. Time, what was that? A bridge. ODB would have gotten there. Oh, yeah, ODB. Okay. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, it basically Maria Hill going, like, see, it was mutants all along. It was a mutant who did this. And, like, uh, shield tech from a helicarrier, even if you weren't technically responsible, it's your stuff. Yeah, and it happened on your watch. And you're, like, you're supposed to protect the world. So, y- your problem, your responsibility, like, yeah, you're Maybe get more than one token mutant. And uh, Scott's like, look around. Does this look like the world was protected to you? And she looks and sees Dazzler's like, hey, you, you're under arrest. And she's like, for being kidnapped? She's like, you were kidnapped? (laughs) It's like, yeah, from the helicarrier. (laughs) Maria Hill's just trying to, like, assert authority wherever she can. And so there's this whole, like, Like, you, stop running in the hall. And she's like, an agent of what? And she's, and in this moment, you are wrong, Justin. Because... She is like, How? when I needed help, who was there for me? All this did was remind me who I really am. I am an X-Man. Yeah, and then never to appear in an X-Man book. Come on now. To be fair, semantics. her saying this line uh, already makes her an X-Man longer than she was technically in S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> right? My point was, she's the most famous... <laughs> Non X Men X Men character that still stands. No, it doesn't. Gambit. It does. It does. Gambit is almost always not on the X Men. He's always a- affiliated with some other group, or he's just thieving around. No, no, if no. We're gonna be right. hanging out with Phantom X, fucking docking. Each Check other. some research. How many times was Gambit in an X Men book compared to a solo book? 
way more X-Men books. Well, Dazzler, on the other hand. How many X-Men? times has Dazzler had a solo book? Yeah, once and still <laughs> in a solo book than an X-Men if book. If we're going X-Men book to solo book, Wolverine has them all beat. And do you really want to give Wolverine the credit in this? Sure. He's not even part of the conversation. <laughs> How isn't he? I mean, plus, if we're being serious, Dazzler's one solo book lasted longer than all of Gambit's solo books. How many issues so. was Dazzler's solo? I don't know. A lot. Oh. <laughs> Sounds like somebody who doesn't know what they're talking about. <laughs> uh, no, it did run longer. I'm pretty sure it ran longer than uh, Miss Marvel's first book Most, or Carol's first that's book. That's not very long. Most of Wolverine's... Well, her first book ran 25 issues. That's kind of long by today's standards. Most of Wolverine's Death. adventures take place outside of X-Men books, and they are antithetical to what the X-Men even try to accomplish most of the times. In, what in, are we talking about right now? You said most famous. We're talking about Dazzler. You're bringing up Wolverine. Technically, Wolverine is the most famous non X Men X Men. He's an X Men X Men. How? He is the most famous X Men X Men. He is almost always on a different team or fucking off on his own adventures, doing things and that he, directly uh, ref, like refute the the beliefs and. Ethics of the X Men. I'm I'm looking at. Yeah, this but right he now, also but... manages to be on every single dang X Men book and movie at the same time. They wore him out to everything. He was on every like Avengers team too. Well, that's my point. He is in X Men, whereas Dazzler's barely in X Men. Here she is saying, "I'm an X Man, never to appear again." Maybe she just means had a penis before. <laughs> I uh, I'm looking at the numbers right here, and I can tell you that Gambit has a lot more solo books. Than <laughs> does he? Because he's all, uh, isn't his biggest solo book like 13 issues? No. Uh, the the one that uh, he's got one that's 25. Uh, that's volume three, right? He's got a, the one that I gave you some of the issues for is 17 issues. He's My. got another one that's 12, and then like two others that are just a couple issues. But he's he's got. He's got. I thought you said he had one that's twenty five. Yeah, his one from uh, ninety one to two thousand one. It's twenty five issues. No way. I, yeah, I like how he's trying to call you out on one run of that while you just described a massively larger thing in general than what Dazzler's had. But Dazzler has one series that went forty issues. Forty issues. One time. <laughs> Yeah, but still, look at Gambit. Gambit's never had and a 40-issue series. Also, that's because Dazzler's series came out in uh, between 81 and 86 when everybody got 40 issues or something, and Gambit wasn't a character. No, you know what? Then. We'll wrap this up. It's because Gambit's trash, and Dazzler's not. <laughs> now you just sound like Matt Rosenberg. Anyway, my <laughs> my initial point was that I think she is the least important X-Men staple. Like, in terms of, like, or not maybe not staple, but, like, official X-Men member, Right? There are characters who were officially X-Men and then other characters were just mutants that kind of pop in and out of the books or were always just students, never really promoted. Like Armor was ba- one of those. Like she's sort of an X-Men. She's promoted kind of sometimes, but most of the time she's relegated to being a student. Whereas Dazzler was never considered a student, but was on teams. So she's an X-Man. She's yeah, a part like of a the book. team for like adventures and saving the world. But she's so, like, not on those. She's so often not on those teams that she's not important. So the idea that that so, becomes the mutant liaison is hilarious. And the idea that you when you say like the least, like Sunfire has been in 
has been an X-Man about the same amount of issues as Dazzler. Yeah, but he's but like then never had a solo authority. series or only a six issue series. I'm, uh, I'm going to change up my argument here a little bit. And uh, because I found the real answer, uh, the least X-Men X-Men is Deadpool. Oh. Yeah, because he was never on the team ever. Uh, he was on the team for five issues. When? In an alternate universe? Nope, when... In Daniel Way's run. He's on the X-Men for like five issues. You've read them. Of course. I know yeah, you've read them, yeah, Devin. I read them. Yep. And, <laughs> but he is the least X-Men X-Men. To be fair, I think um, Cyclops didn't want him to be and didn't approve it. Yeah, but he was. he had his own costume. Yeah. Well, I think I also, like, will. he just inserted himself onto the team at that point. Like, I think specifically there's a page where Cyclops like, no, in fact, hell no. And he's like, wait, what? And he's like, get off the fucking island, man. And I think Wolverine's yeah, like, uh, seen that panel. you shouldn't have done that. And Scott's like, what, you want him on the team? And he's like, no, I don't want him on the team. But like, do you want him to be mad at you for not being on the team? Yeah, he's like a spiritual member. <laughs> of the X-Men, which makes him the least X-Men. And X-Men. I think there's an X-Men book where, like, they're checking rooms and uh, one of the students goes into a room and Deadpool's just there in his own homemade uniform and he's playing with action figures of the X-Men, like, like imagining a battle between them all. Well, there's yeah. actually one going well, on. Well, I mean, De- and Deadpool spent a lot of time on X-Fours, which is basically just... And he's not even X-Men. a mutant, so... Uh, they kill people. Yeah. There's that. Yeah, we didn't specify mutant. We said least X Men, X Men, and that would. Well, in that case, it's Cecilia Reyes. Then. Well, in that case, then it's Spider Man. <laughs> he was in Spider Man in the X Men. <laughs> yep, he was on the X Men. I compare Dazzler to Cloak I would say and though he led a thing, so he's more than Dazzler. She's never led shit. Also, Spider Man technically a mutant. Not. It will. It's he's a, a biological mutant, yeah. but Sentinels attack him when they see him. That makes zero sense. I'm not the Sentinel. You got gonna have to bring it up with them. And what so we're that gonna sounds bring more like a manufacturing product. Is that you should problem. check out our social media, <laughs> everything, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all at Mexman Podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we have uh, stuff for sale. Go to our T Public. Yep. Different types Tons of, of stuff. shirts and baseball shirts, and there's tote bags, and there's cell phone cases and laptop cases. We got a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Tapestries, pins, get a pin, wear it to work. Yeah, get some stickers. Put a put a sticker. I mean, you're probably not working right now. <laughs> or you are. Yeah, some people might be working. Uh, they say one third of every podcast has somebody on it working. That's hilarious. <laughs> is that what they say? Three of us and one of us is working. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, the link to all our social media and our T public is in the show notes. If you want to uh, just click those instead of typing them in a search bar. And uh, that's for today.